Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Today, there's an auction. New skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. The auction is open right now at rollerauction.com. And you can do it from the comfort of your own living room. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lions, and Estes Park. Nuggets certainly had their chances to win yeah. last night's game against the 76ers. It was close pretty much throughout. Nuggets held a five-point lead heading into the fourth quarter. Uh, we'll go to the first half, by the way. Defense was, to call it optional, is an understatement. Neither team played any defense. Awful. It was kind of like watching the Globetrotters against the Generals out there mm. when it came to the Globetrotters scoring. They were just scoring at will, 78-78 at the half. Nuggets tightened up their belts defensively in the third quarter. They were very good. Um, but then in the fourth quarter, the Nuggets got outscored 27-17. to 17, And Joel Embiid showed last night, hate to say it, Nuggets Nation, why he's the reigning MVP. He was the best player on the floor last night. I thought that their best three players on the floor, talking about the 76ers, and this, to me, was the difference in the game. Although Embiid's 10 straight points to take over in the fourth quarter was impressive by any measure. Give credit where it's due. Uh, and he hit a three-pointer over Jokic as well during that stretch. So um, you give credit where he's due. I mean, but I thought that Maxi and Harris, um, in combination with Embiid, was better than any tr- triangle that you could come up with triumvirate that you could come up with for the uh, Nuggets. Uh, Murray was only okay. Gordon was only okay. Porter was okay. Um, But Maxie and Harris were both really good. And it's not a surprise because they're both really good players. players. That threesome, to your point, better than the threesome that the Nuggets offered up. Any three that you can combine with Jokic. Now, if you look at what the Nuggets have done historically, specifically last year, who's going to be better? Those three guys or Jokic when Jokic is Jokic? I'll still take 25 points and 19 rebounds with 11 Not bad. You know, offensive rebounds all sure. day. Only three assists. I was a little surprised by that. You made both. Okay. But with that, Jamal Murray had an off night. Yeah. Jamal Murray, playing like he did in the playoffs last year, um, that, 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 that equals what that threesome did when you throw in a pretty good night, if you took Jamal Murray and he's on and Jokic does what he does, and then you just take Porter or Gordon and they do exactly what they did last night, mm-hmm. that threesome, that, that two and a half sum is better than their threesome. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And their five sum is better than their five sum. The Nuggets five are yes. better than the, the Sixers five. And what we're sh- hoping for and shooting for is the Nuggets seven or eight can be better than... Like, what did you think it, of Christian Brown last night? I thought Christian Brown was good last night. Yeah. 11 points. He was plus three. Um, he was good. I, I thought he was he was good. He, he gave them really good minutes. Um, Reggie Jackson gave them good minutes. Not as good as Christian Brown, but good minutes. 
Um, but don't make too much of it. No. In a win or a loss, don't well, make too much of it. Here's the thing that I would simply say about where the Sixers are and the Nuggets are. The difference is the Nuggets have done it. Yeah. That's the difference. The Sixers have not only not done it, they haven't been to an Eastern final. They haven't done anything yet. We know what the Nuggets look like, focused, dialed in, and yes. ready to go. Right. That was not the first half of that game. For either team, quite frankly. Correct. Right. And then the Nuggets said, okay, you're, you're going to let us hang around on the road. We're going to try and put our foot on your throat. They took the lead in the third quarter, and then the best player on the floor played like the best player on the floor. And that is correct. And, oh, by the way, he didn't do it for the entire fourth quarter. He did it in the final six minutes and 28 seconds of the game. We have seen Jokic take over. We have seen Jamal Murray take over. So for as much as people around here want to say Jokic is the best player in the world, and I believe he is, and actually Embiid said the same thing right. after the game. You kind of have to appreciate a guy who just did win no the MVP, scored 41 points, and he was the best player on the floor. He took over, and nobody could stop him. Yes. His, that 10-point stretch where he scored 10 consecutive points, um, there was no questioning who the best player on the floor was. None. No. Absolutely none. Um, I'm a lot like Stan Van Gundy in that I won't move off of Jokic on on Embiid, but I'm not, I don't need an either or, either or. I prefer Jokic and what he does with his complete game. Embiid's a more complete player now than I've seen him in the last two years, and he was the MVP last year. Oh, I think, I think, I think his offensive numbers are even better. Mm -hmm. I think part of it has to do with James Harden is not there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. He is also, it's kind of like he has picked up little things, probably watching Jokic, like maybe I should pass more. Yes. Maybe more I complete make, player. I mean, think about this. It, it, it's pretty hard to get 41 points and 10 assists. Yeah. Because yeah. you're shooting so much, right? Of course. But this is what Stan Van Gundy said when asked, who would you rather have, Embiid or Jokic? He said, I'd take Jokic for these two reasons. One, He's a proven playoff performer, mm -hmm. finals MVP, and Embiid is not. His right. numbers were worse in the playoffs last year. He's never been to a conference final. The other thing he brought up that I didn't think of, Jokic plays all the time. Embiid is injured quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Came into the league injured. There was yeah. questions about his what his foot when he came into the league. Went to KU injured. He was a, had back issues and all kinds of stuff. And with that... He, he's going to probably play a maximum of 60 games. So you'd rather have Jokic because of his availability and what he does in the playoffs. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. But last night, Embiid was the better player. Coming up after the break, where will Russell Wilson land if he is booted out of Denver? There is a report that he could wind up with a team that arguably has the best wide receiver in football. That's next. Behind 
Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us uh, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman on our Twitter feed. Uh, there is an auction today. New skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. The auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. In the meantime, if you own a truck, if you own a 4 by 4 and you want everyone on the block to say, my goodness, that thing is totally awesome. There's only one place, honestly, to go to in town, and that is High Country Performance 4x4. The things that they do is simply amazing. Go to their website, which is hcp4x4.com, hcp4x4.com, and see what they can do to your truck, to your SUV, excuse me, to your truck or to your four by four. And one thing that you will likely see, because I have seen it, is an amazing upfit for camping, which you can load up your entire truck or your four by four, and you can put your tent on top of it. I mean, the the creativity of the people working there is nothing short of genius. And I have met their designers and I've seen their work. It's truly incredible. And oh, by the way, if you're a DIYer, that's okay. Walk into the retail center and they have all the top end stuff. Mm. It's the only place you want to go in town. And here's another reason why. Other places in town do some of the things that High Country Performance 4x4 does. They do it all. It is one-stop shopping. Check them out in Englewood. Go to hcp4x4.com. They have been building cool stuff since 1980. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by High Country Performance 4x4 in Inglewood, Colorado's premier one-stop shop for anything and everything 4x4s and trucks. High Country Performance 4x4, building cool sh** since 1980. Go to hcp4x4.com. On Monday, NFL Network's David Carr predicted the top six landing spots for Russell Wilson. The Steelers, Washington, Atlanta, the Titans, the Bears, the Falcons, and the Patriots. That was Monday. Then yesterday, ESPN's Jeremy Fowler reported the Vikings are a potential destination for Russell Wilson if indeed Kirk Cousins does not resign. Mm. But as he said, that is a big if. If he walked into Minnesota, if he walked into Pittsburgh, he is the starting quarterback. No competition. If he walks into Atlanta, if Justin Fields is not already there, Chances are he is the starting quarterback. When you look at Washington, the Titans with Will Levis, the Bears, you could make the case Wilson would be the starting quarterback there too, but he'd be there to groom Mm -hmm. if he went to the Falcons, right? Yep. And they draft somebody, he'd be there to groom. Went to the Patriots, he'd be there to groom. I don't think that... My guess is that Russ... Doesn't want to groom. Nope. He doesn't want to go Joe Flacco, no, not who yet. famously said, yeah. I'm not here to teach. 
I was there when he said it. So was I. It was, and it, my jaw dropped. It was a good moment. I mean, the, the, the honesty was refreshing. It really was. And candid. Yep. But it was such an a-hole move. It, it was probably, he could have gotten away with, he could have just kind of pushed it aside. But he went straight at it. He also said later on, um, when they were playing conservative football at two and six, I think Mace put it back out. Uh, and I was remembering this the other day when, before their playoff game, he's now with the Browns, obviously. When he well, said, maybe not anymore. Yeah, right. But he was saying, you know, what are we doing? And he said this in a press conference to us. I'll, I'll never forget. And I used it, it in, a, in a couple of packages where he said, what are we doing? We're a two and six football team. Why aren't we un- unloading and going for it? What 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 do we have to lose here? We're already two and six, so he Joe Flacco had that kind of candor, yeah, which actually was refreshing, and he had that moment obviously that Broncos country will never forgive him for. So, oh, when he was with the Ravens, yeah, 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 that was a tough one. Yep, I would agree. Tough one. With that, you know. Sean Payton has a decision to make. And honestly, I hope he can find a way to work with Russell Wilson because mm-hmm. looking at looking at what lies ahead, again, you can use the Buccaneers as your example if you want to. Sure. They were in salary cap hell. They got Baker Mayfield on a pretty cheap deal, incentive laden, and they wound up making the playoffs. Now, granted, they were playing in a division that wasn't very good. Baker Mayfield to me, is a better quarterback than anyone the Broncos could pick up in free agency. Oh, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And there's a big difference there as well. Right. Plus, the Buccaneers have a lot of Super Bowl-winning guys on their defense and still on their offense. Evans, Godwin, David, Shaq Barrett, um, White, I mean, Vita Vea. The Broncos don't have that. So if you want to draw a comparison with what the Buccaneers did this year, I don't think it's a fair comparison. I I think that people are a little too hopeful about the possibility of Russell Wilson staying, which is ironic to me because I think that people were ready to part with him nearly as soon as he got here. But that's another discussion for another day. I think too much water has gone under the bridge already on this. I thought it was mishandled um it could have been much more deftly handled uh, than the way that it was uh and i think that the damage has been done and even though russ is under contract i just don't see how that relationship works anymore uh with him staying on uh, just to suit uh, the broncos and the contract situation uh, the broncos are big boys they make big boy decisions. They gambled and lost. I think Russ has already laid out where he is on this thing. And I think that this situation will uh, play it, play itself out in March pretty quickly. And I think that they'll release Russell Wilson and move ahead. So when Sean Payton said, I talked to Russell and I said, we'll let you have a decision sooner than later. Does sooner or later mean Six weeks from now or in the next two weeks? I don't know. That's a good question. Not sure how how that... Everybody's clock is different, isn't I, it? Everyone's clock is different. But if 
if that decision is made, we'll know about it. Maybe not the moment that it's made, but that is the kind of thing that there will be loose lips about, I think. I, I You get agents involved and, and things, and now you got to set up the next stop for us, availability, things like that. Do you Those, think there's posturing going on with the Broncos trying to work a deal? Do you think something's going on there? No, I don't. I think I think that they've decided to move on from Russ already. I I do. So what are they waiting for? Mm, I don't know. I mean that that's up to them. Their timetable is their timetable, but I think that decision was made in the middle of the season. I think that is okay. I think the decision was made by Peyton in the middle of the season. But as I explained, after the season ended, you're right, and there was a. It, Good call. And and I could very well be wrong about this, but then again, I'm not predicting it either. Sean Payton is a fiery guy. Most coaches are fiery guys. You go week to week playing a game. You are tunnel visioned on the game plan, the opponent at hand. You don't have time to relax and really think about off-season decisions. Once the season ended, it would not surprise me if there was a meeting between Payton and Payton Certainly Richard Tato, the cap guy. I'm wondering if Greg Penner was involved in the decision-making process. I'm guessing he was involved. I don't know if he was part of that meeting. About the calmest dude in the world, by the way, Greg right. Penner. I right. mean, amazing. Right. Yeah. With that, Sean, if you want to get rid of mm-hmm. Russell, that's fine with us. Just want you to look at the repercussions with our salary cap. And guys will have to restructure. Guys will have to cut. We don't have a lot of draft capital, and we're sure as heck not bringing in a lot of free agents to help you out. And whatever free agent quarterback that we bring in, you're going to be stuck with him for this year. And then, I don't know even know if we're going to be drafting a quarterback. Maybe they're waiting on a decision with Russell to do more evaluation on these college quarterbacks. Maybe. Maybe that's the reason why. They are waiting. I think there are a lot of other factors that are involved. I agree. But but for Sean, he can very calmly light a candle, chug 15 lattes, but he will not be as emotional drinking those 15 lattes as he would have been during the season where he appeared to be very bent out of shape at times with Russell on the way he ran the offense. Yeah, and I think that uh, I, I just feel like everybody's ready to move on. I think that Sean is certainly ready to move on. Um, George, I think, would prefer maybe some calmer heads on this whole thing, but I think that he's probably ready to move on. Uh, You you had Sean Payton saying, even in his parting press conference, pointing out that there were still teams that were being that had been very successful in the point in the postseason who were very deep into cap hell. Tampa Bay being one of them. The yeah, but Rams look, being another. I'm just saying he's al- he's already pointed it out. I, I'm not... I, you're I, saying Sean has pointed out... He's pointed it out. Saying, it, look, the, look what the, other teams have can, done. It can be done. But the difference is, Sean doesn't have a quarterback. That's the difference. Well, but neither did Tampa. Tampa does have a quarterback now. But they didn't when they were $80 million in the hole with their, with their but, cap. But they do have their Dead quarterback cap. that got them to the playoffs. That's right. my point. It, it, let me ask you a question. 
is Baker Mayfield a, an, a possibility and an answer for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers moving forward? You're damn right he is. He's going to go back there. Damn skippy. He, and, he, and he wants to go back there. I'm saying when you turn back the clock, mm-hmm. 365 days, the Buccaneers were in a worse position than what the Broncos could be facing this upcoming season Right. if they spread it out over two years. And even if they don't spread it out over two years, it almost becomes apples to apples anyway. Mm-hmm. $80 million, according to reports, for the Buccaneers for the Broncos, it would be it would be over eighty yeah. for sure. It'd be even be worse because right now they are over the cap. But again, be realistic about it. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a lot of guys on that roster with Super Bowl experience who mm-hmm. are still very good football players. Yeah. The Broncos have no nowhere near the talented wide receiver and credentials of Godwin and specifically uh mike evans and by the way the rams have a very similar description they won a super bowl too there's still plenty of super bowl pedigree on that football team and they've got a quarterback right but they but but, but they tr- but remember they traded that their their situation is different that that didn't put them in salary cap hell well, they're, they're in bad salary cap position right now they're not they, in a great position but they have drafted so incredibly well so those are the differences the broncos have have drafted all right or well, but well, but not great. They they, they, they haven't had enough picks. They they haven't gotten a, a Puka Nakua. No. Okay. They they haven't gotten some of the guys that I mean, how many outside of Sertan who have they drafted that is even a borderline Pro Bowler? Miners. Well, well, miners. Miners and Mims. Yeah, I suppose, but that's special teams. You didn't dra- you drafted him to be on. That's a fair well, they point. Dra- they drafted him as a special teams guy too. Yeah, but 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 but, but no. But I and you're. I'm not going to argue with you because I tend to be on your side of the argument. Right. I I do. I I I I would tend to agree with you. I think that they've drafted okay. I think they've drafted okay. They. I mean, they got. Um, you go back what three years to Dulcich, who was a third rounder who has not lived up anywhere near expectations. Not all of it is is his fault. Benito, I think, is a guy out of that particular draft class. But the rest of that cl- class um, is hasn't been hasn't panned out. But the last couple have. They've gotten good return out of their last couple draft classes, and. So we'll see moving forward. But I agree. They have certain challenges, um, and they certainly are not coming from a place where Tampa Bay or L.A., both of whom are in challenging salary cap situations, are right now, but both of them who have recent Super Bowl wins within the last three years, 43 years. Yeah. So. In the last draft for the Rams, I mean, there's so many picks on here. I can't even count on the top of my head. I think they had at least twelve picks, something like that. Yeah, it was the year before that they didn't that they and seventy percent of them played fifteen or more games. Pretty good rate of return, man, for a team that made the playoffs. Right, and they drafted really, really well. Yes, they did. Right, mm-hmm. the Broncos have drafted okay. Right, yeah. Miners is 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 a hit to me. Mims, let's see what he does as a wide receiver. Right. Yeah. Let's see now. Yep. I think he's going to be terrific, and we know what Sertan did. But that's three picks over three years. The Rams hit on a lot of picks just this past draft class. Yeah, 
the Broncos have also they've hit well on two free agents. I mean, I'll, I'll give you a perfect guy. Okay, to tell me where the Broncos have done this. Okay, Kyron Williams, really good running back mm-hmm. for the for the Rams. Mm-hmm. He's their running back of the future. He was a fifth round pick. Yeah, he's the running back of the present. That's right. Yeah, he was a fifth round pick, over twelve hundred yards and twelve touchdowns this year. Second year player. Yeah. Would I rather have him or Mims? I'd probably take Williams. And it's it's not a knock on Mims. And then Puka Nakua. I'll take him over any I, I would take him over Sertan. I would actually, I would absolutely take him over Sertan hmm. because of the because you watched him play. Yeah. Remember how we talked about Sertan? Yes, he's technically as sound as anybody. Who makes plays to win you games? Puka Nakua. And oh, by the way, Puka Nakua was a fifth-round draft pick. Mm-hmm. Tell me where George Payton and Sean are hitting that late in the draft. You know, Puka Nakua is interesting because I watched two days of work with the Rams and do not really remember him being a guy. Right. And I pay pretty damn close attention, to be honest with you. Yeah. So uh, we he- spend more time watching Stetson Bennett. Yeah. Than we did Puka Nakua. Sure. So, less need F them picks is hitting in late rounds, mm-hmm. home runs yeah. in late rounds. Yeah, no question about it. You give credit where it's due. So, you, you can't compare yourself, oh, well, we'll do great in the draft. You have six draft picks. The Rams had 12 yeah. plus, whatever it is, last year, and certainly hit on more than a few of those guys. But then you look at the Buccaneers and say, well, we can be like them. Um, we, we can bring in a free agent quarterback. Like, like Baker Mayfield, A, no, you can't because no one is as good as Baker Mayfield. But also, they have legitimately great talent still on that team. And what do we say about the Broncos? They don't have enough talent. We'll continue this yeah. after the break. We'll yeah. continue this after the All break. All with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Today, there is an auction for new skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more. The auction is open right now at rollerauction.com. If you want to get involved in upcoming auctions, and there are a lot of great ones coming up, we'll start telling you about them tomorrow. Go to rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda. Or find them at sthmazda.com. This is huge news. What I'm about to say, and this is breaking news, unfortunately, it is the Colorado Rockies who will be left out in the cold. Diamond Sports Group, if you are not familiar with who they are, they own a lot, and I mean a lot, of regional sports networks called Bally's. They have just gotten into an agreement after filing for bankruptcy with Amazon. And now, games on Bally's, that we thought, where are they going to land? The Angels, the Padres, the Spurs, the Texas Rangers, 
the Mavericks. I mean, it it probably encompasses about 25 teams. All of those games now will be on Amazon Prime. Unfortunately for the Rockies, they are not part of balance. Yeah, and I've talked to some principals on that broadcast who have no idea what direction they're trending. And by the way, we are in the middle of January. Right. We are we are just over a month away from the start of spring training. Uh, very interesting. Let me get back to the Broncos a little bit because the one thing that I think that we need to, or, or that I need to, um, and anyone else that wants to, um, stop doing is comps. I don't care about what Tampa's done. I don't care about what the Rams done. I don't care about what anybody has done. But this is a Here, copycat league, uh, but, but, and you think if they can do it, we can do it. But here's my deal. You, you, you're short-sighted if you think that. A, I don't think Sean Payton is short-sighted, although I think he's been somewhat short-sighted with Russell Wilson. So I'll contradict myself right then and there. But in terms of who the Broncos need to be, they, and I, at the risk of sounding like Russ, they need to be the best version of themselves. They've got, you can argue whether or not they have a defense to move forward with to win games. I would give them the benefit of the doubt. Is there a doubt? Yes. But I would give them the benefit of the doubt. Are they good on in special teams? I think by just about any measure, they're pretty good in special teams. They were great. And even better than good in a lot of cases, right? That's, that's why I said great. Yeah, very nicely done. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, it boils down to, Sean, what you were essentially brought in here for. Now, to get Russ taken care of, but in the absence of that, how about to get the offense taken care of? If that's the one focus... You should be able to negotiate that now in a system's second year. You have a better idea of what works, what doesn't work. You don't try to be something that you're not. You just try to be good at what you can do. And if it's not the sparkling, throwing the ball all over God's green acre, fine. Do what you do well and give yourself a chance to win. We can argue about how good or bad the Broncos really were this year, and I would, I would enter that debate. But they were close to being a playoff team. They were. Period. Now, the Packers and the Buccaneers showed, right, mm-hmm. that they can overcome big, dead Absolutely. cap money. The difference is, though, the Packers had a foundation of young talent that it looks like they have hit on. Probably the best in the league. Okay. The Bucks still had a bunch of veteran players from that Super Bowl. Right. Dead cap money is not an excuse, but the Broncos have neither. You're right. That's the challenge that's different for the Broncos. So I would be careful about the comps, and this is kind of my point. Be careful about just kind of casual comps being made to teams with salary issues because those teams have other things in order that the Broncos don't. Hence, do what you do best. Take the things that you do well, accentuate them, and get better in whatever way that you can with things that you didn't do well in. 
So let's take three teams. Okay. Okay. Number one, Packers gambled on a lot of young talent, specifically Jordan Love, groomed him for three years. Pretty good in year four, right? A lot of young wide receivers, a lot of young players. The one consistent guy was Gordon. Now, um, Aaron Jones, excuse mm-hmm. me. Yeah. One consistent was right. Aaron Jones. They hit on all their young guys or many of their young guys made the playoffs, won an opening round game, tons of dead cap. That's one example. Then you have the Buccaneers who've been through that. Vita Vea. And then you have Winfield Jr. And Shaq Barrett and White. And their their tackle. I can't, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. They got, uh, no, not, oh, no, I'm talking about the Bucs. He was in the same draft as um Tristan Wirfs. Yeah. So they have yeah, pe- Tristan Wirfs good football. They, they have pieces there. You can make the case the Broncos do have pieces, Sertan, Simmons, maybe Bowles. I think they've got some off I think they've got some pieces they, they on some, the offensive line. But but not as many I think as the Buccaneers fair, do. Fair. And then you have the Rams. F them picks. They've hit on some of those picks big time. Hit on many of those picks at least as contributors made the playoffs. But they also have a borderline Hall of Fame quarterback, and to me, one of the top three coaches in football in McVay. And they also have two better receivers on their, without even thinking, right? Than the Broncos do. So you have three different boxes, yep. and when the Broncos look at all three of those boxes, how to overcome salary cap issues? There's no comparable for them. Right. Every situation is different in those three boxes, and the Broncos really can't look at one of those boxes and say, we're like them. Yeah. They're in their own category. And that's why Sean probably doesn't need to bring it up. Just be good at what you and, do. And I'll bring this up again. Keep banging this drum. And they were 8-9. and nine. They improved by three games, and the roster was almost completely healthy. What's going to happen when they have to start digging into depth when the law of averages suggests you're not going to stay that healthy again for another five to 10 years in their current state. And I think that a current state for me, it may not be for you does not include Russell Wilson. So we have a huge fill in the blank at quarterback. What is reasonable to expect out of the Broncos next year? If they don't stay healthy or if they stay totally yeah. healthy, what, what do you think is a reasonable expectation for the Broncos? I, Reasonable. I'll leave you to figure out all of the variables. We'll talk about that tomorrow. You got it. Because we've got to hit a break. What do we have coming up on Just yeah, In Case You Missed? Breaks just get in the way of brilliance. <laughs> Your yeah. brilliance. <laughs> the Avs get a big road win last night. And which future Hall of Famer is set to retire from the NFL? Find out when we come back to Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. <laughs> Your faith walks on She keeps them always in a pretty cabinet. She says, just like Marie Antoinette. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurl. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. Reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman today. 
There is an auction for new skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more. The auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. Or order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. All righty, just in case you missed it, uh, we'll go back to the topic of Detroit and the fact that the Lions play in a dome and not outdoors. We wouldn't really do this moment justice if we didn't play the clip, so here's the full clip. Some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams, uh, today it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we've <coughs> been to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures? Should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. I don't. Um, no, nothing planned. We're we're indoors and. <laughs> We only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus going under the thing, so we'll be okay. He couldn't have been any nicer about it. He could not. Can you imagine Sean taking that question? That would have been. Oh, my God. I got to tell you, for as critical as I have been of Sean Payton, I would have paid money to watch that on pay-per-view just to see a 15-second answer from him. You know how bad that was? That all these miles away, when I heard it yesterday, I actually cringed. Yeah. It was so cringe-worthy. I mean, I actually, I didn't feel sorry for the question because it was so incredibly stupid and was so, in, well, I don't want to Ignorant. It was ignorant. It, it was ignorant, and it was not doing your work. That's about as basic as it gets, right? Detroit I, plays in a... Dome? I think you and I would both agree, having spent a lot of time in local news, mm-hmm. I'd be stunned if that was a sports person asking the question. Oh, my God. I would have to imagine that was a news reporter because when big events happen in sports, here comes the cavalry that the sports department does not need, but the news director thinks we need to take over for the big game to get all of our big guns involved. And this is what happens when you get your big guns involved, which turn out to be water pistols, asking questions like that. I hear you, dude. Because <laughs> it, believe me, it happens. It does. All righty, just in case you missed it, the Avs got a huge win against the Ottawa Senators last night, 7-4. to They actually went into the third period trailing 4 nothing when Miles Wood took advantage of a clear lane to the net. Miko Rantanen had a pair of goals, and they ended up scoring four unanswered goals, like I said, in the third quarter to beat Ottawa after losing to Montreal. Thoughts on that game? Uh, Big third period. Big third period. Good finish, which is kind of what this team seems to do a lot of, get behind and then come roaring back. Um, Was it Festus? What what, was it? uh, Ananen? I did watch the first period and a half. Yeah. And this kid that they brought in, this Finnish kid that they brought in from 
The Colorado Eagles. Yep. He ended up giving up four. I get it. Face 40 shots. But he faced a ton of shots. Yep. And he was timely. And I don't always know what I'm looking at. But, I mean, when you turn away shots, to me, that seems like a pretty good thing to be able to do. Especially when 40 shots are being peppered against you. Yep. They may have... They may have found. I'll be surprised if he doesn't get another start oh, gonna have during to. this stretch. He's, well, here's the thing that's encouraging. Yes, McKinnon had a pair of assists, mm-hmm. and Rantanen had a pair of goals. Miles Wood is back. He's yeah. a depth guy. He's a third or fourth line guy. He scored. Logan O'Connor. He scored. Third or fourth line guy. You know he's been playing a little bit more on the second line, yep. and I get it. But it is nice to see. These third and fourth line guys where they should be slotted, contributing. And to your point, and your point yesterday, which you made, as you always do with hockey, extremely well. Oh, the speed that Wood skates with yeah. is, other than McKinnon and maybe, you know, and, and Nikushkin, yeah. the guy's got some real speed. He's a difference maker, I think, maybe. That was Argonaut Wine and Liquor, just in case you missed it. Always great specials on wine. Right now, all Italian wines are 15% off. Check them out off of Colfax. Order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. That's going to do it for us. Nigel Brett, great job as always today. Same with you, Bruce. I'll try and do better tomorrow. Make it the best possible day you can. 